Hey everyone, and thanks for finding Bebop Banter, the internet's premier anime podcast. My name is Wes. I'm Demetrius. And I'm Saeed. And join us as we talk about anime, manga, video games, and pretty much everything in between. And no matter what the episode's content, we promise that you'll have a good time hanging out with us. Without further ado, here we go. Bebop Banter, the internet's premier anime podcast, but not just the internet's premier anime podcast on this episode, because this episode is a celebration not only of the year to come, but of the years that we have had recording this podcast, because this is episode 50, everybody. So round of applause real quick. Round of applause real quick. Clap, 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 clap. Congratulations. Congratulations. I feel like we use that one a lot. We say the congratulations. <laughs> the congratulations. Uh, but who are we? Um, my name is Wes, first of all, and I'm joined by my co-host, Demetrius. Hello. And Saeed. Yo. And, yeah, first of all, thank you to everybody for listening to us for 50 episodes. Um, not going to be too sappy about it, but, you know, 50. we love doing it. We love seeing that people out there are enjoying it. So for this 50th episode, like I said at the beginning, um, it's going to be kind of a look ahead, uh, celebrating what is to come and hopefully to come make us all happy in this brand new year. Um, PG, PG side. Yeah, I was like, geez, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to say something too, but I didn't say it. (laughs) But, oh, uh, let me tell you about that YouTube channel that, for some reason, YouTube keeps recommending me. And some of those pictures it's showing, it's kind of sketchy, bro. But um, <laughs> what? yeah, yo, I, I dropped one in our in our side note. I dropped one in our side chat. That's where that came from. Little little adult thing going on there that I was like, what is bro, this? Bro, social media, social media lately, just Dude, nuts. They're picking up on a certain algorithm for a certain type of thing that just pops up everywhere mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but anyways it is we did we ended 2020 by doing kind of like a look back at 2020 like our favorite moments that happened uh favorite things from 2020 so after we finished that demetrius kind of brought up like hey uh we didn't really talk about what we're looking forward to in 2021 so for our 50th episode what better time to talk about what we're looking forward to in 2021, especially because prior to recording this episode, literally minutes before recording, we were in a good uh, conversation. We had that energy going about a certain game. So I'm going to, I I think we'd all be in agreement that starting with it is probably a good way to go. Uh, I'm going to put out that we all three here are very hyped for two things. Um, The first of which we'll probably touch upon at the end of this conversation, which is potential pokemon diamond and pearl remakes um but the second thing that actually plays into the conversation about diamond and pearl remakes is the new pokemon snap so what did you guys think about the trailer for new pokemon snap i like it 
It looked uh, real pretty. It's really uh, textured. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I can yeah, see the, the granules in the rocks. It did. It looked real nice. And I actually, I was listening to, who was it? I think it was either Arlo or Spawnwave Media on YouTube brought this point up. With that, I mean, we're going to, a big part of this is going to be graphics discussions. And I think this is a good way to kind of put it out there. Um, if you remember, you guys remember like Pokemon Red, Pokemon Blue, all that stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How it kind of looked. And then N64, uh-huh. N64 came out and Pokemon, the original Pokemon Snap came out on N64. And people were like, this is what I want Pokemon to look like, is this Pokemon Snap game. Mm-hmm. And now mm-hmm. a big thi- a big thing is we have Sword and Shield, which I have opinions on, that might not be the popular opinion, but I have opinions on Sword and Shield. Um, and people see this trailer for Pokemon Snap, and they're like, this is what we want Pokemon to look like. So there's this cycle where, like, a third a, a game by a third company, I don't know if the original Pokemon Snap was done by Game Freak, but this new Pokemon Snap is done by Bandai Namco. So different company. It's like Pokemon Snap is kind of pushing towards what people want a Pokemon game to look like. So mm. um, I think I'm going to... Well, do, you, do any of you guys have thoughts on, like, just general thoughts about the graphics of Pokemon Snap and stuff before I go into it? And, like, maybe Pokemon Sword and Shield as well, that type of thing. Demetrius, you had a good comment before we recorded about scale of Pokemon. Yeah, so I think... Talk about like, I think... One thing about Pokemon Snap so far that is impressing me, and I'm going to quickly say that Wes is probably a much bigger Pokemon fan than I am, but from what I see, the scale of the Pokemon looks more realistic to the Pokedex entries, if that makes sense. Like, small Pokemon look completely small. The medium Pokemon look medium and comparable to others that are medium. And then you have the large Pokemon that are kind of get that larger than life atmosphere around them i'm not well actually i can go ahead and say it game freak doesn't always seem to do that for me and i know mm-hmm. in a battle setting you have to be constrained as to what you can show um i think i'd be impressed <clears throat> i'd be impressed if game freak was able to be more dynamic with their animations right so like instead of instead of a waylord being floating in the air why don't you uh, potentially, wherever your Waylord shows up, have like a puddle of water and you only see a very small part of the Waylord. So when it attacks, you can see how huge it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I think there's more creative aspects that Game Freak could explore that they're not taking advantage of. And that's why I think when people see a Pokemon snap, they're immediately drawn to it because the Pokemon are moving, they're interactive, and they're just more alive per se yeah and um i actually have something i want to talk to saeed about on that note of dynamic kind of in battle graphics too like i think pokemon sword and shield did a decent job in especially in the dlc wild areas if you played isle of armor and crown tundra of it trying to express, came with the game though bro exp- oh it should have come with the game if, if, if it you know hot take if isle of armor and crown tundra came with sword and shield I think most of what people were annoyed with with Sword and Shield would be like a non-factor. Did they fix the following system? 
Uh, no, it's it's still not the best. It's still broken. Okay, just wanted <laughs> yeah, to know. But um, but I think they did a better job of expressing scale in Isle of Armor and Crown Tundra. Like you see a huge Waylord in the water, and you get up to it, and it dwarfs you. But then again, you get to battle, and it's like this tiny little like regular size Waylord. Um, with Pokemon Snap, I think a thing that a lot of people uh, maybe don't think about when they're saying, "Oh, it looks so much better than Sword and Shield." is when you're playing Pokemon Snap, you're pretty much on rails watching a lot of predetermined animations. And you're just catching a screenshot of these, like, predetermined type of so interactions like you're seeing. pseudo, like, cutscenes. Yeah. yeah, so you're kind of like watching... There's, I mean, there's, there's less to, animations. You said that earlier, Wes. There's less right. animations. Yeah, right. yeah, there's way to influence what happens. Like, throw a rock, throw an apple. But then you throw an apple at a Pokemon, and it cuts to, like, apple interaction animation. Like, you're not going to see one Pokemon from an area randomly go for no reason to interact with a Pokemon from another area in Pokemon Snap. Like, as much as they want you to think you're taking wildlife pictures, it's all very curated, which is why I think it, you can make it look significantly better than Pokemon. Like, if you're animating Score Bunny's double kick or whatever, part of the corner-cutting aspects in Sword and Shield is you have... 100 plus moves you would have to individually animate for a pokemon whereas with this you might have five or six animations like sitting running walking interacting with a pokemon that you have chosen them to interact with like rock interaction apple interaction and that's it you know but, but okay the- hold on hold on hold on hold on i want to jump in let's mm-hmm. make this interesting so mm-hmm. i think that's where your sprites and the 2d actually succeeds because you don't have to worry Dude. about all those animations that's where i was actually gonna ask you can just put in like hyper beam or whatever and every pokemon does it almost the same because saeed i know you're a big proponent of going back to sprites and if you think back on some there were some dynamic looking sprites especially like in black and white where it was a sprite and they were in a specific pose but they'd have moving animations right right right, right, Mm -hmm. exactly Mm mm-hmm it just get it, had, it. It felt like it had more soul when it was when they were sprites. If that makes sense, I don't know why the three D models to me they look like polygon esque. Like they're like just round, too smooth. If that makes sense. Yeah, lack of texture. But then, if like this is where I think the three D aspect of Pokemon games runs into an issue because everyone wants the Pokemon games to look like an anime, right? Or look like the anime almost but then if you do a pikachu with furry texture on it like people might think that looks weird you know what i mean like it yeah just, it starts you remember to... um detective pikachu like when those th- trailers first came out people were like whoa mr mime <laughs> looks like yeah, a creepy for... alleyway dude you know <laughs> yeah, what i'm yeah, saying yeah. so so, so it's, it's it's this weird it's, thing where like it's kind of weird I, f- I see what you're saying it feels though. Like, when you, the jump to 3D, like, the cool thing about every game when a sprite came out is you guys remember each game, except for, like, second to third gen, they just made it more HD looking, or they, they cleaned mm-hmm. the sprites up. But every game after third gen, you had a, the Pokemon looked different in every game. Like, right. Charizard had a different, and like, sprite in every game. But once you make that leap to 3D, like, outside of the Pokemon Snap, how they move, like, and interact in the overworld... It's not like you can make the 3D things look different unless you do what Demetrius said and make it more types of dynamic stuff. Like, 
they have that dynamic camera that moves around the battle. What if they just had, like, Pikachu while it's waiting for you to do its moves, like, run a circle real quick? I don't know. Instead of just standing there. Yeah, there's 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 limited capability that I understand Game Freak is, like, working with with its, what, 850-plus Pokemon roster? Um, it's almost, though, as if... It's like if the original creator of Dragon Ball Z, Akira Toriyama, wasn't thinking of different ways to show off his characters, and he just kept them. Like, he was making a jump to Super Saiyan, I don't know, Super Saiyan Green, whatever, and it was stale. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of what I think Mm -hmm. people are looking at. After 20-plus years of being a fan, you're looking for something new and dynamic because the world around Pokemon is changing. But Pokemon is like, it's kind of, it's the same. And I understand they might be going for that, but it's not, that's the way, in my opinion, in my opinion, that's the way you go if you want to become obsolete. Yeah. And I think it's, it's a weird thing to, to close up the Pokemon section here before we talk about some anime and manga. We can talk about Pokemon the whole thing. Let's go. We, we could, we could, uh, but I think. And Saeed, you and I talked about this too. An interesting thing to remember is like we've been fans of Pokemon for twenty plus years, right? Mm-hmm. And yep. you see all these you see all these fan games that are like hundred plus hour, super mature theme RPGs. Pokemon was it nuclear or like uranium? uranium? Yeah. yeah, like mm-hmm. uranium or like the harder difficulty ones, like all the uh, Suzerain mods, like light platinum, all that. Right. Um, at the end of the day, though, like, Pokemon is a kid's game. <laughs> like, That's true. It's true. It, it is, like, the Pokemon community, because we've grown up with it, like, and I think, would it be fair to say that, because, I mean, Mario is, like, that's, it's a Mario and Zelda similar thing, but they're always kind of reinventing themselves. But for, like, a kid's first RPG when Pokemon came out, um, like, it might be one of the first franchises that the, fan base is expecting it to grow up with them mm-hmm. and not yeah. really remembering who, like the people that got into it and i mean maybe that's game what the pokemon company is like the most profitable company in japan like they make a crazy amount of money and it's probably because they're marketing to kids like right well, here, here's an interesting question then, because I have questions, I have thoughts on Pokemon that I, I never really thought about until we started talking about it. So, would you guys say that the most mature version of Pokemon would either be, like, between the two, right? Would it be, like, X and Y, where you had N, or would you think it would be... Oh, no, that was black and white. That was black and white. Black and white? Okay, see, this is why. this is why I say you guys yeah. are better at this than me. Would it be like the N guy or would it be like Pokemon? Is it Master of Darkness or Gale of Darkness? Gale Those of Darkness. Coliseum? Yeah. Like, which, which do you think is like a darker concept that is so not I actually think, aimed at kids, I guess? I, I wasn't thinking about this, but you bring, you bring <clears throat> up a good point with Gale of Darkness and even Coliseum earlier. Like, those weren't done by Game Freak. Those were done mm-hmm. by a whole other company. So is it time for the Pokemon company to hand off a game or hand off part of the franchise to like a Bandai Namco um, that has done, they did Pokken too, right? Um, yeah, I think so. To, yeah, to like sure. a Bandai Namco 
or some other company to start making adult oriented Pokemon games. Because they if could. you think about like if you think about Colosseum and Gale of Darkness, catching was not the goal in that game. Like you could only catch you couldn't catch that many Pokemon because you could only catch shadow Pokemon. Yeah. You or had the, to like snag shadow a, Pokemon. Yeah, you had to snag or you had to go to like wild areas to catch Pokemon. Yeah, but it wasn't like free wild catching Pokemon and it wasn't right, the gym. It was right. Different. It was a whole Concept. different goal. It was more goal. like it was almost Final Fantasy esque being like in RPG style instead of mm-hmm. a catch everything, complete the decks type of thing. Um but I do think black and white as it concerns main games was probably the most mature and I think it was the height of Pokemon storytelling. Cuz I don't right, know how I was, yeah. was going to bring right. this up. I think what Go ahead. I think a good compromise for the older fans would be I think what they're looking for is like a good story within the Pokemon games. Not necessarily yeah. it doesn't have to be mature. Like uh Black and White was a good story. I think kids can even play Black kids did play Black and White. Yeah. And it wasn't mm-hmm. too mature, you know what I mean? Yo, if we're talking about real quick, if we're talking about remakes, when we get to that black and white remake, bro, oh, for I'm people- a little worried about these remakes for these older, like on the Switch remake for Di- for Diamond and Pearl, Diamond and Pearl, even Ooh. black and white. Whenever they do, you know, do it's it gonna go 3D. Because- yeah, mm-hmm. yeah 3D, 3D. I know that, but I'm like, how are they gonna incorporate like the wild areas? I feel like they're gonna have wild areas in the games, and I kind of want them to keep the routes. Don't add a wild area. Or, or, um, kind of contrary to that, if they don't have wild areas, because if if there's one thing that people praised from Sword and Shield, it was the wild area, right? Mm-hmm. Like having a 360 degree camera control to like the find Pokemon in the wild. Yeah. Uh, so you have that on the routes, but or the routes, however you want to pronounce it. But if you don't have a wild area, are some people because you know how video game journalism is? Are people going to come out and be like, "This feels like a step back from too much water"? The, yeah, because the remakes <laughs> also have like HMs and stuff in them, straight up. Like you need to use HMs in Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire remake. Um, mm-hmm. So in Diamond and Pearl, are they going to re? Are they going to kind of rework it? So that I think you need to use HMs in Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. Don't quote me on that. But um, are they going to rework it so that it's kind of like this where they just get rid of that? Um, Or are they going to keep it and make it like a true just 3D straight up remake where people will then be like, oh, it doesn't. It loses some of the modern qualities that Sword and Shield tried to bring. You know, it's going to be interesting to see. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Be interesting if they can have a completely open world 3D integration into these remakes or even future pokemon games like completely 3d open world and i think if people out there have you played can have the Crown routes Tundra, to in that format yeah i think if it people have played all the, one little area um, yeah the crown tundra out there which again dimitri said should have come in the base game but the crown tundra is straight up like wild area but with a town in the middle of it that you can like they do like kind of clever geog- like geography to make it so you can only enter it from one way and exit from one way but it's straight up in the middle of the wild area that's and what i'm talking about so like yeah. why can't they do that for the full game you know or or dragon quest 11s just has the map made so that you walk into a town you know like you can see it in full 3d but then you walk into it and it loads the full town as a separate area and it's in right. the 3d map but also yeah 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 um so 
It's the remakes uh, supposedly going to be announced in February. Expect us to talk about it if it is announced because, I mean, we've spent nearly 20 minutes talking about these Pokemon Snap trailer that just came out. So yeah, you better believe... Fourth Gen was... I love Fourth Gen. Oh, yeah. Fourth Gen is my second favorite gen um, just because I love the Pokemon designs in it. But you better believe that if that Diamond and Pearl remake trailer does pop up uh, next month, we will probably be talking about it. Um, mm-hmm. So anyone have any other any other final thoughts on like kind of Pokemon Snap versus Mainline versus just excited about Pokemon Snap before we move on to the next thing here? I kind of enjoy like the the side stories of Pokemon's music as well. I feel mm. like that's something that people don't talk about a lot. But it has, especially Colosseum. Colosseum has like a... I don't know, guys. I think I just want a dark Pokemon game, to be honest. Also, the main mm. character from Colosseum's name is Wesley, canonically, if you don't change his name. So <laughs> oh, and he has I, I think I named mine Master. I <laughs> just called him Master. <laughs> so they'd be like, oh, it's you, Master. And I'm like, yes, it <laughs> is me. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm here to save oh. you. So All yeah, I want to say about Pokemon is uh, bring back the sprites. What was the game that we were saying it could do it like? Okay, what was the name so of the game? so two games for listeners to go out there and check out. Watch, and this first one, it's now on Xbox and PlayStation. Dragon Quest Eleven S is my probably my favorite Dragon Quest game of all time. Um, it has a full 3D mode and a traditional sprite-based mode that you can switch between at will. So it would be cool to see Pokemon do that. But if they aren't, look up gameplay or a trailer for Octopath Traveler. Because yeah, it uses it uses this HD like sprite-based system that looks like it's from the Super Nintendo, but better with like lighting effects and atmosphere and music and it's incredible. So check that out. If Pokemon looked like that, that would be sick. Don't you think yep. that's kind of like a interesting thing though? So when you go from like a sprite to a two like a 3D full integration type of thing, you typically get like less story. Does that make sense? Like I noticed it in Kingdom Hearts 2 versus Kingdom Hearts 3. You get so there's there's certain cutscenes where there's just word bubbles, but in 3 they go full dialogue, there's always voice acting. And I feel like that actually diluted the story. I feel like uh and this is still on the kind of video game tangent we have here. Um, This is, I think, maybe a result of the technology is that a lot of games nowadays try to go for spectacle over substance, if that makes sense. Like, the the eye-catching graphics. Like, it might still be very, very substantial. Like, look at Ghost of Tsushima that you were talking about uh, before we recorded Demetrius. Like, great story, beautiful game. Um, look at, I don't know, Persona 5, super stylized, great story. Uh, but even just like the Call of Duties that are really, really nice looking, that get people to buy it just for the spectacle of it. Um, how much of a backseat is people just, does the story take when people just realize that like, if a game will look good, the story might not have to be there because people are going to want to see the advances in technology. That's my whole argument for some of these animes. Mm. <laughs> mm. Well, let's transition real quick. Looks then, pretty, because, gets popular. Because mm-hmm. there, unless there we're talking about some, Berserk. They, oh yeah. my god, there are some um, 
anime coming out that we are actually looking forward to in the year of 2021. Um, and I think we've mentioned this one before. We've probably mentioned all of these before um, in passing. But one of the big ones is, of course, Saeed, you're going you're gonna to love this one, is Shaman King. Yes. Um, I think it is a spring release this year. Um, the trailer looked good. I was kind of caught off guard because I used to watch it on 4Kids in English, and I never watched the original Japanese Shaman King. So the way that it looked weirded me out, or the way they sounded weirded me out a little bit. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, <laughs> that's one. Shout out to 4Kids. Shout out to four kids. Um, another one, Bleach, bro. Oh, yeah. You know how much we like hating on Bleach, but let me tell you oh, about yeah. the potential of this new Bleach anime. Um, and even just recently, you have, uh, going into 2021, the latest season of Attack on Titan by MAPPA, uh, who's mm-hmm. killing it with series, because not only do they have Attack on Titan, they also have Jujutsu Kaisen, they got announced for the Chainsaw Man anime, which, if you listen to our Chainsaw Man manga review, we all love here. Mm-hmm. Yep, um, map is gonna get big, dude. You know what's gonna get? You know what's gonna make them blow up, dude? Sequel to my favorite idol anime, Zombieland Saga season two comes out this spring. <laughs> Let's go! Uh, but on top of that, um, you have like Promise Neverland season two just started back up. Which I think, I don't know. Oh, did you started? read Promise Neverland, Saeed? Yeah, it just started. Uh-uh, I didn't even uh, know it started. Yeah, it just I started. I didn't watch the first season. And I think season two, Demetrius, is going to go through Goldie Pond. Yeah, probably. Was that what it was called? So I think that's what yeah. that's going to be. Um, season two of Dr. Stone is going on. Ooh. Um, which, hey, if we're talking about unique series that I'm just looking forward to seeing where it goes. I read Dr. Stone weekly, manga-wise. 2021 looks like it could be a big year for Dr. Stone. Mm, I don't read it, but the anime is very interesting. Beastars 2 is going let's on. Let's go. <laughs> uh, let's see what other anime we got. ReZero, the second season of ReZero, is a part two of the second season is going on. Season two of That Time I Got Reincarnated as a Slime is going on. Uh, One Piece is having a huge anime quality resurgence with Wano. Listen to our last mm-hmm. episode, by the way, on Sakuga. One Piece is going to have a wild huge year. One, both anime and manga. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the um, things that the anime will cover in 2021, pretty intense. The manga in 2021 is going to get crazy. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And a series that's going to have an intense anime and manga for 2021 as well. My Hero Academia Season 5 is starting Season up. 5? Oh, true. Yes. Yeah. Dude, Season 5 already. How crazy is that? March 27th. So pretty pretty soon. Um, Let me mark my calendar. My, my Hero. And, yo, again, Saeed, that's that same, that same time that Shaman King is coming out. So the mm. spring season of anime is looking is looking pretty uh, pretty nuts here. I'm kind of... I don't know why. I think it's because I watched that Bleach movie. I'm excited for the Bleach anime to come back. Mm-hmm. Yo, yeah, the Bleach movie kind of like reinvigorated my love of Bleach. And yeah. Saeed, you and I have talked about this before. The last, the beginning of the last arc, so they're animating the Thousand Year Blood War arc. Um, 
assuming it's coming out in 2021, but the beginning of it was like peak bleach levels of stuff. Oh, oh I, yeah. I read that part too. Yeah, it was, mm-hmm. well, I dropped it shortly after <laughs> because, that. Yeah. <laughs> but it was um, great. And hey, there's a lot of, what, there is a lot of stuff for them to fill in in mm-hmm. the anime, uh, fight-wise. Kind of like how One Piece has been filling in uh, fight stuff. Right. So, anime, like, the year in anime is looking crazy. The year in manga, I don't really keep up with, like, new manga announcements or anything. Uh, I mean, especially with, Chainsaw like... Chainsaw Man going to come up. Yeah, I was about to say, That's though, a good question. Uh, Chainsaw Man uh, Part 2 should start this year, maybe. Yeah, I don't think they would wait an entire year. Oh, yeah, definitely not. Um, I think I think that what's interesting oh, though is that Shonen Jump lately has been cutting series left and right. Oh yeah. So it's kind of hard to, for you to be like excited about anything new because you don't know if it's gonna last. Mm-hmm. Yo, that's like uh, I was reading this series called A Gravity Boys that Didn't it kind of yeah. had like a it kind of had like a Gintama e feel a little bit. I don't know. It's kind of a like a gag series, but not really a gag series. And, like, the last two chapters, not even two, maybe the last three chapters were one long dick joke. What? No pun intended there. It was, like, a dick joke for the last three, and it ended, and at the end, like, the joke ended on the last page of chapter 50, and it was like, thank you for reading the series, the end. Like, none of the main plot had been resolved. Nothing had been, like, finished in the series, and they're like, there will be an epilogue chapter in Jump Plus in however many weeks. Maybe like, that was just, what? like... What? Maybe that was just a good joke to end it on, but also like a middle finger to them for like being axed. Dude, maybe, maybe. Um, I wonder why Jump does that nowadays. Dude, it's has to be popularity. Has to be. Popularity. I think yeah, and I think they're going through like a transition too because people are probably, especially twenty twenty, with everything going on in the world, like people yeah. probably aren't going out as much. They might not be buying the same magazine. They might be more conservative with their money. So, like, things are transitioning to digital. There's so much going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, I don't know, Jump, even in the last couple of years, has been in this weird, like, state where series are just ending. You know, Demon Slayer, Promised Neverland. Like, a bunch of ones that we're carrying. Like the, I feel like it's been like me, that for, like, five, six years, though. I, yeah, I think, I think yeah. there was a void, almost, as soon as your bigger series ended. Naruto and Bleach went down. Do you guys remember? Yeah, do you guys remember when Naruto started ending? Tori ended around then. Bleach ended a little Mm -hmm. bit after that. Then, like, Gintama ended. Uh, What else? There was some other thing. Uh, There was some other series, too, but, like, one right after the other. Oh, Kuroko no Basket back then was ending. Haikyuu ended, too. Yeah. All these staples that have been with Jump for so long just started ending one right after the other. Yeah, mm-hmm. which it makes begs, me, which makes begs me the question, too. right? Yeah, which begs the question. One day, when One Piece does end, and people around the world are crying their eyes out, like what kind of void will that create? You know, it's time to make two piece, bro. Two piece. <laughs> you know what I think? two piece and a biscuit. <laughs> I think what you call it? Jump might try to. I don't know, push some other new author into writing a long form 
story like not as long as One Piece, but like that whole Bleach Naruto. I don't know if any stories are getting to that length anymore nowadays. You know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah. while we're talking about manga, like I want to bring up since this is technically like a things we're looking forward to in 2021. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how Spy Family continues on as a manga. Oh, true. Demetrius knows what's up. Uh, Saeed, that should be your next one to marathon read. It's only like 30 chapters so far. True. Got everyone, everyone oh. listening. It is so wholesome. I promise you'll mm-hmm. have a good time. It is excellent. Um, Spy Family, I want to see how Kaiju number eight continues because that kind of feels like a prototypical jump series that they could make last for a while. Um, I want to see how Phantom Seer continues because it's felt like they've tried to like there have been moments where I thought the series was about to end. <laughs> so I don't know if it's teetering on the the level of getting axed yet. Um, and then one I just started reading, Hard Boiled Cop and Dolphin. I want to see how that continues. That's a very interesting title. That is a very uh, like anime ish name. It is it's like it's like fact, Inferno it's, Cop. It's from the author that did Beelzebub. Talk about other kind of longer jump series. Um, The mangaka for Beelzebub did this, which, man, I wish, talking about mangaka coming back, I I guess I'll include, I want to see how Build King continues in 2021 from the mangaka that did Toriko, but bro, Build King is kind of some trash. I never read it. It's only like six, seven chapters in, maybe eight or nine, I don't know. Below ten. Let me me list every number. No, Vagabond didn't. So just a a super hiatus. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Vagabond, yo, thing to look forward to in 2021. Hopefully it comes out this year. The Slam Slam Dunk Dunk movie. movie. Slam Dunk movie. Yo. Dog. Oh, that'd be so dope. I don't even think it's a hot take to say Slam Dunk is the best sports series of all time. Slam Dunk is by far the most popular as well. It still sells well, surprisingly, after so many years. Mhm. Mhm. People love basketball, so, man. Oh, twenty twenty one. Fingers crossed for Togashi coming back. I have a feeling <laughs> it's gonna be this year. <laughs> you sound like every hopeful hiatus hiatus fan. It's gonna be this year. Uh, I I hope it comes back. Yeah, it's those fan that fandom. I mean, I I was gonna say those fans, but we're part of it, dude. So we deserve something. Manga on Jump. Yeah, and it still ranks pretty highly too. Uh huh. Which is weird, but <laughs> um. I mean, when you loyal, you loyal, I guess. True, uh, but yeah. So that's the anime and manga. Do you guys have anything in the anime? I mean, I think we named all the anime that are known quantities that we're looking forward to. Like, there's probably going to be a couple series out there that surprise us. Um. But anything else you guys are looking forward to? I have a whole host of video games that I'm going to shoot off at the end of this podcast. Mm, I'm just looking forward to what's going to happen in One Piece. Laser focused. Laser focused One Piece mind. Uh, it's because like, everything's coming together. Like Things that have been building up for years probably going to get revealed in the future, like near future and stuff. But also, mm-hmm. uh, Chainsaw Man. I hope. Part two gets released twenty twenty one. Fingers crossed That's, on that one. Yeah. Yeah, because I'd I'd read that weekly. Yeah. Whenever that I, gets I, announced. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Same. I'd read it weekly on the Shonen Jump app that you can have access to three of the most recent chapters of each series for free or pay one ninety nine a month for access to their entire library kept at 100 chapters a day. We are not sponsored by them. <laughs> not a plug. Um, I think I'm looking forward to my guilty pleasure anime, I guess. So like the Beastars... Uh, which you guys should still watch because you don't even understand what you're missing. And Dog, I read Fruits it, Basket. I think I'll go back and finally start the remake of Fruits Basket because I mm. still haven't done it. Oh yeah, I gotta. I have to mention. I have to finish Iron Blooded Orphan. Oh my god! I have to catch up to <laughs> oh Attack gosh. on Titan. I have to catch up to My Hero. You have a lot of work That's to true. do, and you still In have to play order. like you still have to play like Mario and Ghost of Tsushima, bro. You're getting behind Dark by Soul. the day, <laughs> dude. It's the 35th anniversary of Legend of Zelda this year, on top of the 25th anniversary of Pokemon. Life. Yo, yo, high key, I'm almost on the same page with Saeed on that one <laughs> because I played Wind Waker. This is this is what I was telling you guys. I played Wind Waker, and it was early in the game. And you were supposed to sneak out of jail or something. I remember and that I, one. And I the kept barrel. getting caught. Yeah, and I kept getting caught. <laughs> yeah. It's like when this is like when Blockbuster was still a thing. I kept getting caught, and I said, "You know what? I don't want to play this game anymore." Yeah, I was a dumb kid too. I, I said this story before. Yep. But first game I ever got was Pokemon Crystal. And whenever I got a Game Boy Advance, the first game I got was Crystal, which is a Game Boy Color game, which is kind of weird. But I couldn't get out of the house. I didn't know how to get out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Dude, I, on on that Wind Waker note, though, I literally didn't play it until the Wii U, so it was hard. I was a dumb kid, bro. It wasn't easy. Those Zelda games aren't easy. Um, real quick, rapid fire for me, by the way. I've hammered the the Bible of Shin Megami Tensei, Shin Megami Tensei Five. I'm looking forward to Persona Five Strikers next month. I'm looking forward to Bravely Default Two next month. I'm looking forward to. Um, Monster Hunter Rise in March. I'm looking forward to all the Pokemon stuff. I'm looking forward to all the Zelda stuff. I'm looking forward to 2021 is just looking like a nuts year, everybody. Oh, yeah. Um, I think the only the only games that are in King my... King Kong versus Godzilla. Oh, true. <laughs> true. What? Is that a thing? Godzilla versus King Kong. Yeah, it's coming out pretty soon, I think, actually. Yeah, it was supposed to be in theaters last year, but then they, they're they trying to um, like work out a deal with a streaming site to get exclusive rights, like HBO Max I think something. it's coming out two months early. I saw it trending on Twitter, actually, this morning. I think it's coming out in March or something. Ooh. I thought Yo. Godzilla was way bigger than King Kong. No, in Kong Skull Island, they turned him huge to match the size. Oh, that's true. That's true. I did see that one. Yeah. I liked Skull Island. Yeah, yeah me too. I like the Godzilla movie too. I watched it in theaters in the Dolby thing or whatever. Oh, King of King of Monsters. The way they made oh, Ghidorah yeah. look was sick. Yeah, I, I didn't see that it was one. A very, very pretty movie. The fights were incredible. Man. Yo, speaking of pretty movies. Man. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta oh, go say ahead, my video ahead, game. My video game would be. Uh, it's more of a teaser, right? So it's just Project Callisto. From the same studio that made Dead Space. Oh, if this game turns... Yeah. Yeah, 2022. I'm just looking forward to the future. 2022, 2023. Whenever this comes it's out. First person, it's first person Dead Space, bro. I need a good horror game. And I'm not talking about Deathmark. So don't rec- don't recommend that to me Yo, again. It's going to show up at your doorstep one of these days, Demetrius. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Just I'll be watch. like, wow, I'm cursed. I'm, I must mm. be cursed. 
Yo, okay, so I tried to transition with the talking about movies earlier, and I'm gonna do talking about Cursed right now. You know what comes out next month? I think February 6th on HBO Max, everybody. That CG what? Studio Ghibli movie. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh. So we might have to we might have to dip our toes in because I know Saeed, you felt some kind of way about that the way it looked. Yeah. It kind of looks weird. Um, yeah. I'll so. give it a shot. It's Ghibli or Ghibli. Mm-hmm. so look forward look forward to that everybody but um on that note thank you for listening uh we are very hyped on pokemon snap and cautiously optimistic about the future of the diamond and pearl remakes there are a lot of season twos of anime coming out as well as a few standalone ones that people might like and manga wise hopefully these ongoing series can really find some staying power here and record of Ragnarok. We didn't talk about that one. We didn't oh, talk about Record of Ragnarok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's coming this year too. Mm-hmm. Yo, Demetrius, you've been you've been hammering that series home. Oh yeah, you. It's just overall it's meat, great. It's a meathead's dream. It does. It. I started the manga a little bit. I'll say that much, and I'm impressed. Um, oh yeah, I think I finished the. But, but third the manga's fight. called what? Like Shumatsu no Walkure or something. Yeah. Um, that's it. That'll be, that'll be a good one. It, 2021 is just looking, the prospect of 2021 is looking a whole lot brighter um, than 2020. So with that being said, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for enjoying this 50th episode of Stuff That We're Hyped Up On. Woo! My name was Wes. This was Demetrius and Saeed. You guys know what to hit on. To be continued. Bebop, don't stop. Peace. <laughs>